That is a voluptuous vibe. I think, well, I say a lot of things. I just really liked that transition beat there. That was super duper smixy. What's good with you? Welcome to Nick's Ticks. I'm Nick. I'm in charge here. I'll be the much handsomer feller in the back, you know, with the voice. Ooh. Feel it. Love it. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Wednesday special. Don't get used to it. Maybe get used to it. If it goes well, you never know. Middle of the week stuff might be where it's at. So, how you guys doing? It's March 7th, Wednesday. It's 8 o'clock, Central Illinois here. I've got snow on the ground. How about you? If you're in Florida, don't answer that. I don't want to hear about it. Just checking in with you, okay? Checking in with you today. Had some unfortunate events happen yesterday. Wasn't able to get my on-the-clock sessions out. Isn't, I just think in my head, I feel like that's so clever, you know? I'm like sneaking around my hotel, sliding into doors and little conference center rooms, and I'm recording these little sessions with my phone and my iPad. You know, and I've got my tech guy, Sean, who, of course, follows me around, and that's how we get that done. But, I mean, still, like, I, and I just think that I, you know, I, I polish off these little three, four-minute segments with current events and stuff in the sports, and I just can't get it. And, yeah, and it just, I just think it was, yesterday was a very exhausting day after I realized that I was not going to be able to publish everything that I did. <sighs> Shout out Matty Mo. Called, left a voice message some tips, some advice, what was going on. It didn't work. I had already tried it, but thank you so much, my dude. I appreciate it, my man. I look forward to speaking with you again, hopefully on some better terms. But moving on. Got a good show here for you, okay? So like I said, we're going to swap the on-the-clock sessions over to this, to the Wednesday special. We're going to cover everything from Joel Embiid. He's played his first full 82, finally. Damian Lillard's going uh, bonkers. Uh, Phil Mickelson, we're going to talk a little bit about him because he's my dad's favorite golfer. Kobe, of course, is mate. Is Kobe can be considered the GOAT now? I mean, based off what he's done recently? Of course, we're going to talk Shaquem Griffin and how he's basically winning the combine or talk auto bids while big things happened last night. And, of course, I think I'm going to end the day with this massive thing on how the Pittsburgh Steelers are absolutely butchering Le'Veon Bell. Like, what they're doing is complete horse boo-boo, okay? So stick around. We'll be back. Let's have some fun, okay? Hey, so here's something grand and miraculous. Joel Embiid has finally played a full season in the old NBA. Congratulations to the process, because it certainly has been a process. That was nice. You got it. That was that was nicely said on my part. <laughs> You're welcome. Keeping it smooth over here at Nick Sticks this morning. Uh, anyways, it takes. Yeah, it's it's taken. It certainly has taken a process for Mr. Embiid to play his first 82. He had a broken foot coming out uh, of the draft. Uh, so he had yeah been been a little injury prone, but nonetheless, 
he's finally done it. Plays a full 82. Two years should do it. But here's what's going on, okay? Here's what the stats are, okay? So, Joel Embiid has played, has shot, has better shooting percentage his, well, technically his whole rookie year, better than Patrick Ewing's rookie year. Patrick Ewing is an amazing jump shooter. Better percentage than Patrick Ewing's rookie year. Better rebounding numbers than Dwight Howard's rookie year. Better overall post-production than Shaquille O'Neal's rookie year. And overall, I don't know what it says about David David Robinson here, but he's something better than David Robinson and Hakeem Olajuwon's rookie season as well. Better scoring and overall numbers than Hakeem Olajuwon's rookie season. So, I get that it's taken his two years, and I guess you can absolutely take that into account because that does have an absolute ton to do with... I mean, the dudes did it. The Hogs, those are all... I mean, besides Dwight Howard, those are all Hall of Famers. And they've all... Yeah, so, I mean, that's... Nonetheless, I mean, Joel Embiid is that man, and he is going to be one of the faces of the league for a very long time. I, I fully believe that. The man is incredible. Combine him with Ben Simmons, and once, eventually, when they can get Markel Fultz up and running, you can trust the process. You know, like, like they keep saying. But, hey, just stopping in, giving you some Embiid. Congratulations to Embiid. Better late than never, my dude. Playing a full 82... Took year, two years to do it. 82 never looks so good on you, my man. <laughs> well, there's the tone. You heard the goat sound, ladies and gentlemen, so that clearly means it's time to have the goat talk. Listen, I personally think... Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player that has ever played the game, okay? From his physical capabilities to his mental superiority to his emotional grip. Wow, that was nice. Man, I am... Damn, I'm good today. Listen, Michael Jordan... How do I put... The, okay, so... Yeah, Michael Jordan, just the tenacity. I mean, like, I, I, I've i had conversations with people that, that say Michael Jordan was a dirty player. Like, Michael Jordan was a dirty defensive player. I've had, like, people, you know, like, he grabbed and he would put hand into your nose when he'd go up to block your shot and stuff. I mean, like, but it just, I, like, it, the tenacity, you know what I mean? The absolute will to win, like, the flu game and stuff like that. I mean, like, it's just, there's not people in this game how NBA is played right now that would play with a bad flu like that. Shoot, there's people that still sit out because they had the flu, you know what I mean? So, like, Michael Jordan's mentality and everything will never be surpassed. Never. But one can make an argument that Kobe Bryant, the Mamba, is a very, very close yet comparable argument. I would agree. Kobe is much closer, much closer than LeBron. LeBron is a baby. LeBron is sometimes not clutch. There's never been a moment where I've watched Kobe or MJ play where they haven't been clutch when it's not been needed. You know what I mean? When the Mavericks blew out Miami in that final, I was so freaking happy when they won that. Like, LeBron just completely fell by the wayside. That's when I completely lost all respect for LeBron because he did this whole stupid thing. LeBron has basically flipped the league upside down. I, but the... Three team joining up. This is neither here nor there. 
We're not going to waste this on LeBron talk. Look, what I'm trying to say is, is it possible now that Kobe Bryant now could be the GOAT, could now pass Michael Jordan as the GOAT now? Look, look, I did the rings, six rings, I get it. But look, Michael Jordan doesn't have an Oscar. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. I mean, of course, we'll never forget Space Jam, all right? We'll never forget Space Jam. And I mean, it's a, it's a freaking classic. But hey, Kobe won an Oscar. An Oscar. Kobe's done something that only directors and a, a, Academy Award actors and directors do. Writers. You know what I mean? An Oscar. Kobe Bryant won an Oscar for his animated film, Dear Basketball. It's essentially a cartoon about uh, a young Kobe Bryant who grows into, uh, you know, just him. It's, it's a story about him and wins championship and stuff. I haven't watched all of it, but I've seen like a bit, like tidbits of it. It looks pretty good. Nonetheless, he won an Oscar off of it. This is what Kobe said that he wanted to do out of the league. Wanted to be a writer. He wanted to be involved uh, in bringing up his brand as far as movies and stuff like that. So, shout out to Kobe Bryant, man. I mean, I think the argument can definitely be made now. I mean, sorry, excuse me. Let's not get it twisted. Michael Jordan still has the brand. Still has got the shoe game rocking and everything else. So, Michael Jordan is still Michael Jordan. And I don't know if he can be, the conversation can be carried over as far as on the court. But off the court, man, Kobe hadn't even been retired that long. He's already won an Oscars. Could Kobe Bryant be the GOAT? Welcome back. Do you guys know that Young Jeezy song? Welcome back? No? Sorry about that. I'll play it someday for you. Maybe. If you're lucky. Hey, look. I'm just going to go over some NBA scores here with you before we wrap up the NBA segment of today's Wednesday special. Hope you guys are having a good time so far. I know I am, son. I'm feeling good. I got my cup of coffee here. Got my bottle of water. You know, I'm doing things from the comfort of my own home today. Notice we haven't had any slip-ups or anything like that because I don't have Sean or any of the any of his nonsense nuisance to throw me off. So, hey, feeling good. Looking good. I've got my Mickey Mouse slippers on. I'm killing the game right now. So, hey, let's go over some NBA scores from last night. Last night's winners. 76ers with a victory over the Charlotte Hornets, 128 to 114. The Raptors beat the Hawks, 106 to 90. Wizards beat the Heat, 117 to 113. Rockets streak continues as they win 122 to 112 over the Thunder. Mavericks win 118 to 107 over the Nuggets. The Trailblazers win 111 to 87. Uh, just a just a little tidbit after that, Damian Lillard is going absolutely bonkers. He is averaging over 35 points a game over the last 10 games. Last night he dropped 37. The night before, I believe he dropped 39. The dude is going absolutely insane. Trailblazers win 111 to 87 over the Knicks. Warriors win 114 over 101 over the Nets, and the Pelicans are victorious 121. To 116 over the Clippers. Anthony Davis, the big player in that one, and they are going crazy. Anthony Davis definitely picking up the slack there for his fallen comrade, DeMarcus Cousins. So those are your winners from last night. Those are your scores from last night. 
hang tight. We're going to talk in a, we're going to take a, a shift in direction here and we're going to go to some other sports here. So stay tuned. Psych, I kid you. I'm not going to switch sports. I'm going to stay with the basketball side of things. I figured it's the most college basketball is the most exciting thing going on right now. So I figured we'll just talk about it. You know, we'll just transition right into right back into basketball. It's going to be good. So what I'm going to do here is I think I'm going to try and I'm going to I'm going to try and be as quick about this as I can. OK, I'm going to go through some last night. There was so, so la, la, last over the weekend over last weekend. Sorry, let me settle down here over last weekend. Conference championships games started. OK, so we already have conference winners, some conference champions, and we all know the conference champions get an automatic bid in. My favorite, favorite, favorite part about college basketball March Madness is these little tiny schools and their weird names and they're just, you know what I mean? They have stellar records and stuff, but like, you know, like George Mason, Wichita State. Uh, there's others. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. But anyways, there are plenty of them this year. Trust that. It is going to be such a good tournament this year seriously it's going to be so good so what i'm going to do for this first segment i'm going to go through the the auto bids so far as of last night there was a bunch of games that got over um some conference championship games that got over last night a bunch of these little tiny schools so let's get into it so uh the first one i have is from the atlantic sun conference it's the lipsicomb bisons love it with a record of 23 and 9 uh, the leading scorer is Garrison Matthews with 21.7 points per game. That's pretty incredible. That, that's pretty damn good. Uh, this is their very first tournament appearance. Lipsicone Bison. Up next is from the Big South Conference, the Radford Highlanders. Again, I love it. Radford Highlander. This is the university's uh, third tournament appearance, but this is their first since 2009. They have a 22-12 and 12 record. Their leading scorer is Ed Pullett Jr., 13.6 points per game. Next up, from the Big Ten Conference, from my neck of the woods, it's the Michigan Wolverines. If you guys got to watch any of the Big Ten tournament, it was so good. It was so good. There are some great teams. There's some on the bubble teams out there in the Big Ten that, that I think could really push for some, some noise in the tournament. Uh, anyways, Michigan Wolverines won the Big Ten Conference, 28-7 record. Leading scorer is Mortiz Wagner, 14.5 points per game. You should see what he's also rebounding per game. The man is a very large man, and he's a very good basketball player. This is the university's 28th tournament appearance. Next up, from the Colonial Conference, it's the Charleston Cougars, the alma mater of Bill Murray. If you watched SportsCenter last night, he was... In attendance, the university has a 26 and 7 record. Their leading scorer is Grant Riller with 18.6 points per game. This is the university's fifth tournament appearance overall, and this is their first since 1999. From the Horizon Conference, it's the Wright State Raiders with a 25 and 9 record. Their leading scorer is Grant Bezinger with 14.5 points per game. This is the university's third tournament appearance, their first since 2009. 2007, I'm sorry. Hailing out of the MAAC conference. I have no idea that it's, it's I'm not going to pronounce it Mac because there's already a Mac conference. This is MAAC. I'm not sure where that's at. Anyways, coming out from that conference is the Iona Gales. You guys, these, none of these are big names. I freaking love this. All auto bids to go to the tournament. Iona Gales with a 20 and 13 record. 
Their leading scorer is Ricky Miguel, 13.7. This is the team's first tournament appearance. Moving right along is the Missouri Valley Conference, the Loyola Chicago Ramblers joining the league, joining the tournament uh, with a 28-5 record. Leading scorer is Clayton Custer with 13.7 points per game. This is the university's sixth appearance, first since 1985. I believe the wheel was invented then. Coming into the Northeast Conference is the LIU Brooklyn Blackbirds. This is so great. Get this, the record, 18-16. and 16. <laughs> Just over 500 is going to get you in there, son. Leading scorer is Joel Hernandez with 20, 20 and a half points per game. Tournament appearance is the seventh overall, their first since 2013. Right underneath him is the Ohio Valley Conference for the Murray State Racers. 26 and 5 record. Jonathan Stark is their leading scorer with 21.8 points per game. This is the 16th appearance overall, first since 2012. The SoCon Conference, UNC Greensboro Spartans, the 27-7 record. Their leading scorer is Francis Alonzo with 15.9 points per game. This is not the, it does not have the stat for how many times, but we have heard of them in the tournament before. From the Summit League, South Dakota State, Jackrabbits with a 28-6 record. Leading scorer is Mike Dom with 23.8 points per game. This is the university's fifth overall appearance and their first since last year. And to top it off, the one we all know, the West Coast Conference, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, with a 30-4 record. The leading scorer is Jonathan Williams with 13.6 points per game. This is the team's 21st overall appearance, their first since last year. The last time Gonzaga didn't make the NCAA tournament, Michael Jordan was winning his sixth ring. So, a little tidbit of information for you. Those are your auto bids for you. Hang tight. We'll be right back. That is the tone, ladies and gentlemen. May I please have your attention? This is the end of the first part of the Wednesday special for Nick's Ticks. I'm going to post everything that we've done so far into one episode, and I'm going to break down the second half of today's show, the Wednesday special, with another segment. So I hope you guys enjoyed this first half. Stay tuned. we got more coming on the other side. Thank you for listening. This is Nick's Ticks.